Thanks for tuning in to the first ever episode of VATV's podcast. On today's episode, we have two-time reigning Flamingo Queen, Ella Burkhalter. We talk about her experience teaching at McKinney High, her reaction to school being closed, and inch a little closer to her admitting who her favorite student is. We also play a game where we make our ideal schedules and answer some students' questions in the mailbag. So, without further ado, let's get started. Welcome on, Ella Burkhalter. She's a freshman biology teacher. Um, she's been here for, she's been at VA for a while. Um, so Ella, thanks for coming on the show. I am so glad to be here with you, Mr. Campbell. <laughs> so whenever, whenever, how do I, what do I even call you? Do I call you Ella? Do I call you Burkhalter? Do I call you Miss B? You know, you can call me whatever. I always tell the kids, you can call me whatever, and I'll respond to anything. Okay. So whatever you want to call, what do I call you? I don't, well, so my first time that I was, so my, this is my obviously my first teaching job, mm-hmm. and my other places I'd always call everyone like by the first name Bruce, Corinne, Cynthia, whatever uh-huh. the name were. And so whenever I first got a job here, uh, Lee Evans uh-huh. taught in this room. I taught in uh, Miss Mitchell's room. Yes. And I always called her Lee, 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 Lee. I called Miss Tinsley. I said Jana, 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 and then they would always refer to me as Mr. Campbell. And there's no kids around, and they would just call me Mr. Campbell. Like we went out to eat for lunch, like my first day here in training, and she was like, "What do you want?" For lunch, Mr. Campbell, it's on me. And I'm like, why are you calling me Mr. Campbell? <laughs> so that was a weird learning curve for me. So, like, do teachers call themselves by their first name or last name? Well, see, I'm in a habit of calling teachers by their last name. Mm-hmm. And my husband thinks it's the weirdest thing. He he almost think, he always says, that's so disrespectful to call them by Miss Bearden or Miss Balecki. And I'm like, well, that's just who they are to me. Uh-huh. I don't mean any disrespect by not calling them by their first name. That's just... So to me, you're Mr. Campbell. I yeah. don't think I've ever called you Mark. You never ever. called me Mark. I don't think I've ever called you Bella. Bella. I've definitely <laughs> never called you Bella. I mean, I would answer to Bella. I kind of like it. Isn't that a princess? I mean, any day, any day. <laughs> okay, I'll just call you whatever. It just feels natural. That sounds perfect. Okay, anyway. You'll probably just be Campbell to me. That's okay. I All can right. go with that. So, okay, so we're in summer now. We've been in summer for almost a week. Um mm-hmm. I mean, really, we've been in summer for like two months now, three months now. What have you been up to? The non-summer um, summer because it seems like we've been in summer forever. Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. You know, it seems like not a lot, but then my days feel busy. The online learning stuff, uh-huh. that was a curveball. Yeah. Um, I have discovered how much I love teaching by doing the online learning. Mm -hmm. And it's not because of online learning. I love teaching because of the kids. And that's, you don't get much of that with the online learning platform. So that whole nine weeks that we were out, it was just so weird. It was surreal. I never thought that here in the United States we would ever be out of school for such an extended period of time. I remember hearing about the Japanese when they had canceled school for, I don't know, six weeks. And I was like, what in the world? That would never happen. Yep. And then a few weeks later, here we are. Mm-hmm. It, it's been weird trying to connect with kids through email when they can't get what you're trying to say because you can't 
mm-hmm. let your humor relay through yep. email because they don't know how to read you. It was just, it was weird. Yep. It almost reminds me, like, whenever I was a teenager, which wasn't that long ago, and even now, like, I still mm-hmm. struggle with, like, the invulnerable, like, in, I'm invincible. Like, yes. I can text while I drive or yada, mm-hmm. yada. Like, it would never happen to me. Well, like what you just said, the United States kind of had this, it will never happen to us. Mm-hmm. And then it happened to us. I know. And, you know, this will be life-changing for many of these kids because they've never dealt with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, 9-11, the senior class was born around the 9-11 time. This I was is, in fourth grade when 9-11 happened. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. My life-changing moment for me was my junior year in high school. Mm-hmm. And I was going to my anatomy class, and the, the federal building in Oklahoma City had just been bombed. Yeah. And I think that that was a moment that I first saw bad in the world. I was so naive, I'm still naive, but that was the first time that I thought, oh my goodness, maybe this world isn't safe like I once perceived it to be. And that was really eye-opening for me. Hmm. And I have a feeling a lot of our kids are dealing with the same stuff now. They realize that things aren't always cupcakes and roses. Is that a saying, cupcakes and roses? It is now. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's weird. So how have you been like keeping busy and like not just like keeping your mind off things, but just like Well, I've been trying to do some professional development, you know, every teacher during the summertime yes. gets to find Fun. those. Oh <laughs> I actually did a great one in Pear Deck. It was good. Um, my children are keeping me busy. We have two hogs right now at the animal farm so in my preparation for this podcast uh-huh. i was like i'll just facebook stalk her i scrolled and scrolled <laughs> and scrolled every single post is either about the graduating class or ffa <laughs> <laughs> i'm not a very well-rounded person am i <laughs> oh my goodness two things i love yeah. um yeah so we've been walking pigs you know i can't say i walk pigs because i don't know how to walk them but i love cleaning concrete so Every evening I go with them to the barn and they'll be walking their pigs and I will clean poop from nice. the concrete for you, about an hour and every night. That. And I love it. It's like so fun. <laughs> I, I don't know where that weird satisfaction comes from, but I really enjoy it. That's freaking weird. <laughs> it is, but does it surprise you? Are you talking about like walking pigs with like the little like almost like a looking like a whip type yes. of thing? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I get pictures because obviously I'm in charge of the yearbook uh-huh. and I know nothing about ag or ffa or anything like that Mm -hmm. and so when when i get pictures back from my students i'm like how do we i don't even know how to write a caption for this and so (laughs) i'll call epting i'm like hey send one of your kids down here and so they'll come down here and write the caption for us i know i don't know what i i honestly don't understand how you're supposed to show a pig i don't think either of my children if you're listening children you don't hear this i don't (laughs) think they know how to do it properly but it's, it's been something to fill our time. It's been uh-huh. great. They're so little when we first get them. They're so cute. They're so smart. They have little toys that they chew on. And So, like, what's the in- – are you in the – are you going to – are we going to sell this pig? Are we going to eat the pig? What are we going to do with this pig? Oh, heck no. <laughs> I mean, I love my bacon, but I could never ah! – uh, my little child, uh-huh. um, she <laughs> – Oh my goodness, I am not going to let her listen to this. Um, <laughs> she had a pig for the first time last year, and uh-huh. she I, I lied to her. I know it's horrible that parents aren't supposed to lie to their children, but she was so attached, and I uh-huh. said that the pig was going to live at the farm happily ever after. That's not quite how it went down, but oh. I know. Now I feel guilty as a parent <laughs> saying that. 
Um, but they'll show them if we have a State Fair of Texas this year. They will show That's them cool. there, and then unfortunately they'll be loaded up on the truck and piecing out. Yep. Wow. This yeah. little piggy went to the market. <laughs> Gives you a whole new meaning, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay, so obviously I would say confidently 90% of our listeners have had you as a teacher or coworker. Um, so for the other 10%, tell us like where you grew up, like tell us a little bit about like your background to kind of set the stage for this interview. All right, so this is the hard part because I don't like talking about myself. I don't think anyone likes talking about themselves. <clears throat> I know, it's so, so awkward. So you're, you're not alone. So I grew up in southern Oklahoma in a little mm-hmm. town called Lone Grove, which is like eight miles west of Ardmore, mm-hmm. right across the border. Um, I graduated with, I think, 78 people. Mm-hmm. Um, after graduation, I went to Oklahoma State University. Go Pokes. Go Pokes. I bleed orange. I love my OSU Cowboys. Um, graduated with a BS in environmental science. Uh-huh. And then I took a job working in an environmental lab. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and if you know me, I like people. Yeah. So working in a lab by myself, analyzing soil and water for different companies was <laughs> not my dream job. Mm-hmm. I did it. It paid. I mean, I was a you know recent graduate. Um, I did that until Audrey. I had Audrey. And I stayed with that job until she was about nine months old. I would take her with me at night. And then I decided to become nothing but a, a nothing but I decided to be a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. because I loved being a mother. That mm-hmm. was I don't know I can't even tell you how much it changed me and who I was. But I stayed home with her. Mm-hmm. Um, five years, 19 days later, I had her little sister. I stayed home with her until Aaliyah started kindergarten Uh and then that's when I went into teaching so got my master's from University of North Texas so you got your master's as you were being a stay-at-home mom gotcha yeah where'd you get your master's from University UNT okay gotcha and you know it was so weird because when I went to the graduation Mm -hmm. when I got my master's at the end everyone did this weird the little call yeah 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 yeah. well I'd never seen that because I didn't have the same affiliation with them as I did OSU Uh and I was like oh my goodness what am I supposed to do I have no idea (laughs) yeah and then I've been teaching ever since so when what year was that did you get into teaching I started in 2014 Oh, so you're not that. Oh, so only six I, I'm years. Still pretty much wow. a newbie. Wow, yeah. that's shocking. I thought you were like this gold star veteran, like <laughs> been doing this for years. Oh, I so wish. Wow. No. Huh. Nope. That's shocking. I, I am a newbie. Wow. Yes. Learn something new. And where'd you start your teaching at? Um, I started at McKinney High. Mm-hmm. That's um, where I went to school. At. That is. I and I remember. I swear to you, I thought it was you. But I remember teaching, and I thought a kid that had recently graduated had come in, and everyone was so excited because mm-hmm. I taught AP Environmental, and a lot of my kids were in broadcast. It was probably Christ- uh, yeah, Kirk Christian. Oh, that's who it that's was. Who it is. Yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah. He's a stud. He's good at his job, and yes. he's like he went to McKinney. He was the son of the basketball coach, and he teaches photography. He's really good at his job. I like Christian a lot. That's awesome. Yeah, he so, was the great above me. Okay, yeah. all right. But I taught there. They hired me without, I never student taught mm-hmm. because I went and got my master's. So I didn't have that student teaching experience. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of thrown in there and I loved it. Yeah. I love McKinney. Uh-huh. Um, but me growing up in a small town, I wanted that small yeah, town seriously. feel for my children. Oh my children. gosh, your first teaching experience was at McKinney. Yes. That's massive. Oh, I loved it. 
I mean, we had, where else could you have a boat race in a swimming pool? Yeah. So <laughs> the week before school was out, I taught AP Environmental and we uh -huh. had, they had to build boats out yeah. of recycled materials and we raced them across the pool. Mm -hmm. So much fun. Yeah. So, I like but I am about. so happy that I found VA and mm -hmm. I never see myself leaving from this place. Really? That's cool. I mean, I have too many blue shirts in my closet. <laughs> what could I do? I would have nothing to wear. <laughs> That's what I, I pull my drawer and it's all just VA shirts, and I'm like, I promise you, like, I have more hobbies than my job. I know, right? Yeah. I mean, this is all that I have anymore. Look, yeah, we're both wearing VA shirts right now. <laughs> uh, we're losers. <laughs> so true. Oh my goodness. Okay, so I want to talk about distance learning. We touched on it a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, where were you when you like, kind of? I mean, we all got the email from from. Well, from Dennis and from Brown being mm -hmm. like, school's closed. Like, what was your, where were you at? Like, walk me through that. Okay, so that first weekend that we got out for spring break, mm -hmm. we had to go down to Houston because my child was in a agri-science contest mm -hmm. down there. And we had plans to come back the following Thursday, Friday for a public speaking contest. So we were, just came home from Houston. Is that proper grammar? Yeah. And we were driving to my parents' house, and we got word that Houston shut down everything. Hmm. I was like, what in the world? When you were at the ag show, did you get, like, any heebie-jeebies, like, being around everyone? Not really, because still at the time they were saying, oh, it's nothing to worry about. Now, mm -hmm. I did notice that in the bathrooms they had wash your hands, make sure that you're taking proper precautions. There was hand sanitizer everywhere. Mm -hmm. But no one was really concerned. Yeah. I was driving to my parents in southern Oklahoma. They still live in the same house that I grew up in. And we got word that Houston was being shut down. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is getting real. Yeah. Got to their house and then that's when we found out um, about extended spring break probably going to happen. And I was like, oh my goodness, what, what is, and you know, probably like you, I mm -hmm. thought a week or two yep. at the max and mm -hmm. we would be back in. Yep. So it was something that I never would have expected or been able to plan for. And what's weird was right before spring break, um, we had just finished our benchmark for mm -hmm. the star test and I was showing the movie Contagion. <laughs> which, and we had just finished up our unit on viruses. Uh -huh. We were watching this movie with the riots in the streets and people looting. And I was like, we would never, you know, this is fictitious. America's never gonna look like this. Yeah. <laughs> and then look at us now. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was. That's prophetic right there. I know, right? Jeez. And hopefully this will be the only year ever mm -hmm. that I show a movie and it actually comes true. Hopefully. Maybe you should show like, I don't know, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Or hey, something. that would make our lives great, right? Being yeah. surrounded by chocolate and mm -hmm. flying elevators. Oh, shoot. That's okay. I can I'm so out. sorry. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so. so. Yeah, I was in, we were, it was, when I say we, it was me, Cases to Gaul, Boone Cannon, and Emma Donald, uh -huh. all at Elmont Baptist Church, because the school was closed, and I was like, um, this sucks, because, well, A, it sucked because obviously school was out, but B, it sucked because our yearbook was due, like, on Sunday. Oh, my and goodness. I was like, well, if there's no school, like, typically, they'll work mm. with you, like, give you another week or so if uh -huh. you miss the deadline, but I was like, well, there's literally no school, and we had missed, um... So many group pictures, the boys track picture, uh, far, one of the softball teams, one of the baseball teams, oh, um, all their season, <clears throat> like how do you, 
so we just like scram. So even though I think the yearbook looks good, like there was so much scrambling that we had to do, and like I hate, and I hate, like if you're in yearbook, you don't go in the yearbook. Like mm-hmm. that's something that you should know. Or if you're in yearbook, your friends should not be in the yearbook over, like over. Mm-hmm. And so there was a lot of spots I was like, we can't get pictures of kids, so call your friends, like call someone, we need a quote at, about this or something. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know what page it is, but one of the portrait pages, it's like, it has like a, like a screenshot of like the song they're listening to. Mm-hmm. And one of them is Emma's boyfriend. One of them is <laughs> Boone's best friend. And one of them is Casey's boyfriend. And I was just like, this is awful. But like we, we needed it right then and there because we were screwed. Well, I just want to give you, Mr. Campbell, and your kids props because I looked at that yearbook from, from, Front cover to back cover, uh-huh. and I have never seen such a beautifully crafted yearbook ever. Thanks. I mean, I'm I'm serious. <laughs> you can see the hard work and the dedication that you poured, and the love that yeah. you poured into that. And I love how it's so. I mean, you included so many people. We, I mean, you guys did an amazing job on that. So that's something that I did not want to inherit the yearbook. And this is totally going off our script from podcast. <laughs> that's okay. That's something I totally. Like, I did not want to get the yearbook, but it just made sense mm-hmm. for me to have it because I know this much, very little about photography. Oh, so I was my like, I can, I can teach it. And then I was like, I know nothing about graphic design. But at McKinney, uh-huh. um, the teacher over there, I never took, but I, like, contacted her. And I was like, mm-hmm. help me. And so she always wins, like, top three in the nation for yearbook. Yes. So I was like, help me. So she helped me out and... She taught me, she was like, you have to get away from scrapbooky type stuff and get mm-hmm. into yearbook type stuff. So it's a story, you have to have, I don't know, there's so much going on. So I was like, we try to feature every kid at least three times. Mm-hmm. It is really difficult because if you're not involved, like, yes. so if you look in the index, like Michael Welch is in the yearbook like nine times, mm-hmm. but it's because Micah's in basketball, volleyball, she's in the student section, yes. she was homecoming nominee, she was all this other stuff. So super involved. Yes. So I always feel bad whenever we over-feature someone and mm-hmm. under-feature someone else, but we're trying to get better at that. And so if we screwed up, like just recognize, like well, we're in, really in trying to get Well, in small towns, when people are involved mm-hmm. in so much, it's so hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. And we only have 176 pages, yes. and everyone's like, we'll just get more. But for every, you have to order in pages of four, four pages each, and that's $1,000. And so if we Holy want to go up to 200 pages, that's 24 times, divided by four, was that eight? That's about $8,000 if we want oh to add 24 pages. Oh my goodness, it's insane. I had no idea. Yeah, goodness I know that's right, gracious. that math might be wrong. But it's, a, it's an insane amount. So if we want to get a bigger yearbook, we have to sell more. And we have to have more students in here because more wow. students equals more books sold. It's a super big formula. And people are like, oh, that makes way more sense now. Yes, and that's stuff that no one usually typically knows. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm not kidding. By far the best yearbook I've Thanks. ever seen. Thanks. So you guys blew it out of the water. Yeah. I don't know how you continue to top what you've done every year. I mean, at some point, do you think that you're going to get to the – to the point in time where you can't outdo yourself anymore? I don't know. I mean, how, how will you continually <laughs> I think, grow? like, I don't know. I get, I'm not trying to hype myself up, but it is, a like, so whenever Ben Williams was here and mm-hmm. he invited me to the top 10% dinner, I told him, I said, 
I said, VATV is going to be so much better without you here, mm-hmm. which is such an ironic thing because he was so, him and Abby, like, literally carried that program so yes, hard. Yes, very true. And I was like, it's going to be so much better because, like, you've left a legacy that people mm-hmm. want to not only fill your shoes, but, like, be better than you at. And so when I've, get, when I've got kids who take these programs seriously, like mm-hmm. Ben and Abby, and this past year it was Lynn, Cam, Sam, like, yes. kids want to leave a legacy and make it better. And... I feel like I'm a decent teacher, but it's literally all the kids wanting to one-up each other and get better. And so when I take these kids to competitions, like on that wall, all those are awards. And like this award right here was 10th place at this national competition. That is amazing. Everyone wants to just one-up each other, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, do it. But have fun trying to one-up Ben, Kate Carson, Ali Shalette, like all these. But please do it and prove everyone wrong that you Mm -hmm. can beat them. And so I think, and I'm super, super competitive, and I don't like losing. So when I tell these kids, like, hey, we're going to go to this conference in San Antonio, Uh don't lose. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, snap, like, I actually have to win something. (laughs) It's cool. Yeah, your bar is being raised every single year, but you are getting top-notch kids into the program. Seriously. And that is because of the legacy that you guys have started. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty amazing to watch. I mean, we've gone, my first year, we didn't have anything. Mm -mm. So in that short amount of time to see us go from nothing to one of the best in the country, I mean, that speaks volumes for you and your kids. So it's pretty fun. I enjoy it. Yeah. It's, it's amazing for me <laughs> as a bystander to watch. I love it. Well, enough about me. <laughs> um, okay. So I wanted to talk about your school experience. Okay. Um, what did you, like, I know I have on here, like, what's your most memorable experience, like, mm-hmm. in detail? Like, for you, so it's actually kind of, I'm actually kind of glad you've only been teaching for six years, because yes. now I know your experiences are so much smaller than someone like Tinsley or Beard in her hands or something. Yes. So, like, do you have something that jumps out that you're like, dang, like, it was either funny or stupid or whatever. Like, well, you know me. Yeah. <laughs> And Aside from winning Flamingo King, I mean two that, years that's back. pretty tops, yeah. right? But my philosophy is I should be making memories every single day, and if I'm not, I'm doing something wrong. Uh-huh. So I mean, I have little stories I could tell for years about things that kids have said in the classroom, things that I said that I didn't realize I said until kids told me, and they're laughing. But um, man, sorry, my fault. It's okay. So to, to try to narrow it down to just one is really hard, even though it's a limited amount of time we're talking about. I mean, I remember in McKinney, I had kids, they gave me a new class in January and said, teach it. And I, so I got a whole new set of kids in January that I'd never taught before. And I was trying to teach them environmental science. And mm-hmm. that is one program where you can actually bring in a lot of the character traits into a classroom mm-hmm. and intermix it with content. And I took, gallons of water and made them and I taped the hallways and I made them carry the water back and forth like someone would have to in a tribe in Africa mm-hmm. that didn't yeah. have. So things like that stick out. But last year in my AP chemistry class, the kids, I had a great group of kids um, and they came in one day and I could just tell they, they looked deflated. You know when kids just have that presence about them, there's mm-hmm. no smiles, they're not joking around. Yep. It made me pause. and. I stopped what we were doing and I was like, what is going on? And every kid, one by one, went around and talked about their day and what, what they were thinking 
their feelings that they had and that to me is probably one of the most memorable days I've ever had mm-hmm. just because for them they're like why can't we do this more often mm-hmm. why can't our voices be heard why can't teachers reach out and see how we're feeling mm-hmm. more often and to me that made a statement because I mean that is important mm-hmm. and to hear each kid go through the the stresses and the pressures that they have they're not the same pressures I had when I was in high school. I mean, they are followed with social media 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. There's so much pressure these days to get into the top schools, to yeah. earn the most scholarships, to have the highest GPA. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's there's a lot of pressure, and a lot of people don't understand the amount of pressure that not only the society and the community is putting on them, but the pressure they're putting on themselves to be their best. Yeah. And they just want their voices heard. That's something that I've noticed also. Like, one thing that I just love Lawson King so much. But she always says something, and then I'll be like, thank you for saying that. And then she'll say something even better than that. And I'm like, I just feel like I'm giving you the same compliment every single time. Yeah, she's awesome. But she wrote me a letter um, and mailed it to me. Mm -hmm. And I never actually thanked her for it, which is kind of awkward. But um, I read it, and she was like, you are one of the only people Mm -hmm. at the school who, like, actually said, like, like, inquired about my life and wanted to know about me yes and I'm just like that's so baffling to me like I don't know and I don't I don't know if that's like a we need to do better as teachers but like to me that was pretty encouraging to hear that like I don't know I don't know it was just it was just neat to hear that from a student like you you inquired about my life which is so cool to hear well I mean that gives me the chills because as teachers we do need to do better uh-huh. I mean every single kid that walks through this building has a story to tell yeah and in these walls of this building, it's not just content. They're not going to remember the content when they leave. Mm-hmm. But we can help to develop who they are. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways to develop their character is by listening to their story. Yeah. And I'm guilty um, from time to time for not doing that as well as I should as well. But, I mean, that's something that we got to get better at. Mm-hmm. I mean, these kids want to be heard. They have opinions. They have feelings. And a lot of times they feel like they shouldn't have the feelings that they're having mm-hmm. so we need to normalize I think as teachers that kids are humans and they mm-hmm. have feelings and perspectives yep. and they need to be heard yep one thing that was really cool that happened to me this year was uh, so I had an eighth period conference mm-hmm. and kids don't understand like kids w- go one through eighth period and they don't get a break they get a yeah, lunch whatever very true. but we get what's called a conference period which is basically our time to plan catch mm-hmm. up on work take a breath, go to the bathroom, whatever. Yes. And we have basically an hour to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, my conference period was eighth period, which was the worst. I didn't <laughs> get a break all day long, and then I get a break at the very end, and it was not fun. But I ended up, like, around, like, November, you start appreciating, like, okay, I'm done, and I can, like, leave Oh, early. my goodness, but still, that's a long time without going to the bathroom. Well, fortunately, I have Miss Mitchell here, who's <laughs> like, I'm like, hey, Mitchell, just watch my classroom just for a second. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, but anyway, so Sam Dixon uh, was having something wrong with like a dual credit class they were taking, and so I was like, so Sam came up, came up to me and was like, hey, can I take, can I just be in your eighth period conference mm-hmm. as an aide? And I was like, in my head, I'm like, no, that's my conference period, like, leave me alone. But I love Sam. And then Miss Weaver was like, you, do you want this? You can say no if you want to. I was like, 
Like, who cares? It's one person. They're mm-hmm. not going to ruin it. And Sam and I had the most, like, I didn't get any work done during my conference because all just one-on-one conversations with Sam. Yes. Or I'd be like, hey, Sam, go take pictures of this. Go, mm-hmm. like, go be productive. But it was super cool to, like, have those conversations mm-hmm. with a student, like, one-on-one. Occasionally, like, Boone Can and Michael Welch would come in here. Uh-huh. Emma would come in here all the time, Emma Donald. And we would just, I, would, I don't want to say have fun, but we would just, like, talk. Yeah. And it was, I enjoyed my eighth-period conference, quote-unquote, class. Mm-hmm more than anything else because we just had those conversations oh i completely agree my conference periods have never been productive ever mm-hmm. i always have stragglers coming in but that truly is the highlight of my day too mm-hmm. i like to have that one-on-one time with kids yep that is truly when you get to know that kid and you get to see what makes them tick mm-hmm. and i just wish we had the opportunity to do that on a daily basis with all the kids mm-hmm. seriously so we need to figure out a system where we have more time built into the day where we can just sit and talk to kids because mm-hmm. they need it. They deserve it. Yeah. So, so speaking of kids, <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot here. Oh, no. So every kid, not every kid, a significant amount of kids uh, DM'd us on Instagram and I asked, like, what do you want to ask Burke Halton? She was like, they all said, who's your favorite teacher? Like, I had, uh, I think, like, 17 responses and, like, six of them were asking that question. <laughs> Um, So without being like favoritism, do you have someone who's like made a pretty significant impact on your life? And you don't have to narrow it down to one. You can say multiple if you need to. This is so hard. And kids ask me that all the time. Mm -hmm. Who was your favorite student? And I know it sounds cliche or like I'm just fabricating the truth. But I don't think people really truly understand how much every kid I've taught has impacted me. Mm -hmm. I mean, there hasn't been a kid yet. That I haven't loved. Now, some of them have taken a lot more time to fall in love with, but by the end of the year, I have loved every kid that has stepped into my classroom, mm-hmm. all for different reasons. Yep. Some I love because they just want to soak up every bit of knowledge you can pour into them. And then you have kids that come in and they just brighten your day because they're always smiling. They're always, you know, telling a joke or goofing off like Kevin, I can't even pronounce his last name, Enrique. Hernandez? Bautista? Well, I love all of those, too. (laughs) But, I mean, just to narrow it down to just one kid. It's tough. Yeah, and I don't even think I could do it. Yeah. Because even my own children say, well, who's your favorite? I don't have a favorite. Yeah. Just like I don't have a favorite daughter. Uh Uh-huh. I don't have a favorite student. I truly love them all, all for different reasons. Just like with kid, like with your own children, you love them for different reasons. Uh-huh. My students, I love each of them for different reasons. Yep. So some of them, <laughs> some of them I love just because they keep me on my toes. Yep. They challenge me every single day. Mm-hmm. And then some, I, their positivity just, ah. Uh, I know. So I can't narrow it down. I can't say one kid. That's okay. I love them all. Yeah. That's For okay. Real. I didn't. I honestly <laughs> didn't expect an answer. Yeah. And I know it sounds crazy that I can't name one single kid. It's not crazy because I I truly do love them all. I mean, this year I had two kids in my sixth period, Foster and Shane Dennis, and they would get on there. Sixth period was my smallest class. I only had twelve or thirteen kids in there. So in, in classes like that, you really get to know them. Mm-hmm. I prefer bigger classes just because you have more interaction. But they one day they were like, yes, you have my respect. Everything I would say, yes, you have my respect. <laughs> I was like, what in the world? <laughs> Jackson, however you say his last name. Schnicker? Yes. Yes. 
He, I was in the middle of teaching one day and I turn around and look at him and he's underneath his desk. I mean, things like that, I could go on and on yeah. and on with kids doing stuff like that, that I will probably never let them forget in their lives. But I mean, those are the little moments that teachers, yeah. we say that we don't love, but truly, uh-huh. I mean, yeah. you got to love their hearts. Mm-hmm. They are just kids. Yeah. So that's something that I, I teach very, very few freshmen. Uh-huh. And I, my first year I was like, God, freshmen are so hard. They're so <laughs> immature. And my wife teaches sixth graders. Mm-hmm. And so sixth graders are the equivalent of like freshman high school. Yes. I guess you could They're say that. They're just bigger. Just yeah. bigger. Mm-hmm. And so learning how to teach freshmen, but like seeing them mature so quickly over the course of years. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it could just be because like my freshmen who are in like my dim class also are in the class with like seniors or juniors and so they want to mature to like catch up to like hang out with and like be cool yes but i don't know if that's like a side effect but it's cool seeing them like literally just when the second the i-25 bell rings they just stole my room and want to get in the computer games i'm like no <laughs> get out of here you're not playing computer games during i-25 <laughs> yes. to the very end they like i don't know I, don't, I can't think of like a specific example but they do mature a lot quicker you know it's funny because a lot of people a lot of my co-workers my my friends say I could not teach freshmen but you know what freshmen I'm not gonna lie there's some days I'm like why in the world do I teach <laughs> freshmen but they're still kind of I don't know in that awkward place in life where they're mm-hmm. really trying to figure out their place and they're trying to figure out where they belong they're trying to, I mean they're in a building with 18 year olds yep. and a lot of them are still 14 years old and there's a big age gap, mm-hmm. big developmental gap between 14 and 18 year olds. Yep. And so to be forced into that environment and trying to find their place is not an easy thing. Yep. And I love them for their awkwardness and for their, I don't know, they're just, they are awkward. Yep. And, and I love that about them. <laughs> that's, that's the one thing that I truly, truly enjoy about my job is watching these kids discover, especially between their freshman and their senior year, who they are. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of discovery that happens. Yep. So. Hmm. Okay, I want to jump down to our game. All right. Play. Okay, so the game is uh, we're gonna build our schedule. Um, we're gonna imagine. So I know. About this. <laughs> I'm gonna, I need to pull up a list. Of, oh, I got my list of teachers over here. Awesome. You can't see it though. Where are my list? Um, okay. So, the game is like so we're gonna pretend like we go to Miss Weaver or Miss Wilmoth and we're making our schedule. Okay. We're not like grade dependent, so like you can pick a junior teach a junior English teacher and like a freshman history teacher, whatever. Awesome. But <laughs> you, you can't pick like multiple science classes. It's you, okay. have, you have to pick what four electives and four core subjects. Okay, so I can't just stay in science all day. Correct. Okay. You have to be a normal. Kid. I have to be a normal, well-rounded. <clears throat> yes. Kid. And okay. so if I pick. Uh, let's just say I pick you. I pick uh-huh. Burkhalter. You can't pick Burkhalter. Like, Burkhalter's off the table. So our schedule, okay. we will never overlap. All right. right. I'm ready. Okay. So we'll do, we'll so do, uh, you pick first. It'll okay. go you, me, me, you. Hey, how come you get twice? Well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. You, okay. me, me, you, me, you, you, me. Okay. Okay. That works. Okay. So you all can right. have the first. Crap. I'm not prepared at all. <laughs> I'm just going to take this off. Okay. For this. Okay, if you need to look at my list, you can look at my list too. All right, I do need to look at it. Okay, now. Okay. Here, I'll just take a picture of my list. Oh, that's a great idea, technology and its finest. Okay, here you go. You can just use my list now. Okay, wonderful. All right, so just to preface this, I just want to say that I truly. 
<laughs> I truly love all of my coworkers. Of course, so yeah. This yeah, can't yeah. be, but okay. Are we ready? Yeah, you, yeah. Go ahead. You got the first <laughs> overall pick. Okay. Do I want to be like really, really super challenged or? Um, no. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> I am going to, so whoever I pick, you cannot pick. Correct, yeah, off the table. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is so fun. Let's see. I think I am going to start with, you know what, with everything that's happening in the world right now, uh-huh. I'm going to start with Miss Endicott. So I thought about, cons- like, I thought I was like, I could take Endicott, but I would fail her class, so I'm not going to take Endicott. Oh, I'm horrible at grammar and all of that, <laughs> but... Could you imagine the discussion that she'd be having in her classroom oh, right I know. now? Yeah. Okay, so you got Endicott. I have Endicott. Um, any specific class of hers? Do you want AP Language or AP Lit? Is it bad that I don't know the difference? I think Lit is like, like a crap. Kids are gonna make fun of us so bad. I. <laughs> <laughs> language is for the juniors. Lit is for the seniors. I think that's right. Uh, well, which one do they have more of the rhetorical discussions? I. Think it's even both. We'll just give you language. Okay. I can't take either one, so All right, there you go. There we go. <laughs> okay. Um, Please don't hate us for that. So I go back to back. I'll take athletics because mm-hmm. I want athletics, and um, I'll take you. I got I got Yay! freshman biology and I got athletics. I would love to have you in class. <laughs> it would be so much fun. And I'm glad you chose athletics because I got cut from my fifth grade basketball team, and I've never been the same. Oh. I didn't know that you weren't supposed to shove. And stuff when you were trying to get the ball. I mean, wouldn't that make sense when you're trying? Whatever. I'm still salty about that. But all right. Okay, you go one, and then I go. Okay. Oh my goodness, this is so much harder than what you would think. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. The next. You know what? I'm gonna write. I need to learn how to cook way better than I currently can. My whole family would be very appreciative of that. So I think I'm gonna have to go with Miss Weatherly. Okay. I've got you down. So I've got athletics. Uh, what did I just take? You took you. Me. Duh. <laughs> okay. So my pick, and then you go back to back. Okay. Give me. Um, I want math with mm-hmm. Andrus. Oh, that would be fun. I've never enjoyed yes, math. Yes. Um, but we. Andrews and I have actually gotten to know each other pretty well over the past, like, two weeks. Uh-huh. He's super cool. Mm-hmm. And all the kids say he's super cool. Yes. So I would like to see how super cool he is. And then you could probably learn robotics, and you could, like, figure out a robot that could take your camera for you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you wouldn't even have to go. Boom. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I have English. Mm-hmm. I have an elective with Miss Weatherly. I just want to play all day. Um, I, I'm gonna take Stein. Okay, you got theater. Good. good I mean, stuff. I could be loud. Yes, all that's a perfect class for you. Long. you I go. would really love that. <clears throat> okay, you go again. Oh yay! All right, I probably need some history. I have to take Coach Haynes. Mm, the living legend. Yes, you know, I feel like there's a lot of life lessons that come out of that classroom. Mm-hmm. Just Although he keeps his he keeps his temperature in his room like at ninety five degrees. Oh crap! Like it's hot in here right now because the AC's not running, but it is hot year round in there. So I would, I would have to take my personal fan. Yes, literally, okay. you, it's hot. I in would there. be sweating. You need, to, you need to walk down there sometime next year. It is so <laughs> oh my bad. goodness! I mean, he does have the little <laughs> heater that he takes with him mm-hmm. pretty much everywhere. I guess that's why, huh? Okay, so I'll go. I've got. An elective, I've got 
science. I've got math. Um, hmm, this is tough. This is tough here. <laughs> it's getting harder and harder. Okay, so I need, what else do I need? I need three more electives. Oh, I'll take me. I'll there take you, myself. Oh, so I can't take you. No, I'll take myself. Now how VATV. will I ever learn how to do anything cool? Uh, you won't. That just really stinks. Um, okay, so let's do, crap. Let's go back to you. You can have the next one. And then I'll go back to back. All and right. I, it, it works in my head. It works in my head. So I still need an English. No, I have English. I need a math and a science. Mm -hmm. And, ooh, do I get another elective? I do, yep. right? You get two more electives. And I can't take you? Nope. Sorry. All right, I'm going to take Tinsley. Mm -hmm. I need to know how to sew. That's good. When my children come to me with buttons off, and I'm like, I'm sorry, take it to Miss Tinsley. Maybe <laughs> it's time for me to learn. So <laughs> that will be my, my choice. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. Um... Okay, I'll go, and then you go back to back. Okay. I don't know how this is working in my head, but it's. <laughs> I feel like it's good. I'm glad okay, give me notes. give me Coach Land. Oh, that will be great. Give me Coach Land. He can teach me how to run routes as a wide receiver and how to run for office. Oh, I love it. Boom. You know, I actually learned a lot from Coach Land this year. He does some really cool teaching in his classroom. The way that he teaches and the way that he builds relationships between the kids and makes it competitive mm -hmm. he I you could learn a lot that's yep. I, I like that okay you're going back to back oh crud okay um, I mean do I have to take math yes you have to take math oh. okay that will be the last thing I choose <laughs> <laughs> okay Actually, I need to take an ag class. My kid is passionate about it. I need to be out there to see what's happening. And you know, we're getting a new ag teacher. We are? Have you not heard? No. Mr. Epstein. This is breaking news here. Breaking news. Mr. Epstein has accepted a job elsewhere. Wow. Yeah. I really wanted to do a VATV story over him next year because he lost all that weight and he's cut. Oh my he's goodness. Ripped. He has been working very, very hard on wow. transforming his health. Yep. Uh -huh. Very, very true. Okay, so you want it with a new ag teacher? Sure. Okay, her name is Miss Jackson. I can't wait to meet her. Ag teacher. Okay. Perfect. <clears throat> um, did I tell you go back to back? Yeah, you go back to back and I'll go back to back right. and you go. How many classes do I have you left? You have one, two, three, four, five, six. You have two classes left. So you need a math and I think an elective. No, you need a math. Wait, and a science, math and science. Oh crud. <laughs> okay, math. What am I going to do here? You know what? I'm gonna have to choose Coach Best because I need cow jokes in my life daily. And I <laughs> I love Coach Best corny little dad jokes. They're the best. Yeah. So I don't care They're for the math best. too much. Yep. But the best jokes <laughs> for Coach Best. Okay. I, I'm going to go back to back here, and then you'll go, and then I'll go. Okay. So I'm going to go, um, let's see. I've got my math. I've got my science. I've got my history. What's the other one? English. English. Um, that's tough. That is really hard. See, I feel like everyone... Based off of what, and I teach mostly upperclassmen, mm -hmm. all the upperclassmen come back and tell me how awesome Coach Thomas's class is. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take Coach Thomas's class. Awesome. 
Sounds like a great idea. Um, you know, I didn't like English, which is ironic because I majored in journalism. <laughs> I did not like English. <laughs> I'm um, kind of the same way. I did like diagramming sentences. Did you ever do that? Uh, probably. I didn't pay attention. But... <laughs> Like, I hated being told what to read. I just wanted to read ESPN. Oh, my goodness. I didn't... This sounds so awful, and I probably won't include this on the podcast, but I didn't read a single book in high school. I read Animal Farm my freshman year, mm-hmm. and that was it. Well, the the problem I have with English is being told what I think something means. Let me interpret it my own way. <laughs> I was helping my then second grader with some star test prep questions on mm-hmm. reading, and I missed him. Master's degree, and I missed second grade level questions. Yikes. Something's wrong with that picture. For Don't. you, for you, or for the school system? Both. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I need to pick another elective. Dang, my schedule looks good. Okay, so I've got me and athletics. <laughs> I've got VATV and athletics, so I'm going to be on the sideline of football games because mm-hmm. I'm going to be on JV because I can't make varsity. <laughs> um, give me... Dang, theater's taken. Yep. Can I be I a... Be can I will be on Okay, you can veto this. Can I be a library aide with Miss Hill? I think that is okay, more cool, than cool, fair. Cool, 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 Maybe in there you will develop a love, a love for books. reading yeah maybe so that might actually be beneficial uh, okay you go with your last pick oh crud how do i choose i think science? you need yeah you, yeah seriously okay you're gonna have to choose for me um let's what, see what so you've I got do? you've got balecki singleton mm-hmm. walker and i love all three equally Okay, well, what do you like more subject-wise? Don't think of it like teacher-wise. Like, do you like physics, oh chemistry, my goodness, or A&P? Heck to the no. You hate physics. Oh, so Singleton's man. off the table. Sorry, yeah. Singleton. Uh, you've got chemistry. Chemistry was ruined which, me when I had to teach it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's, okay. Okay, well, so you've got Balecki. You've got Balecki with uh, A&P. Yep. Kay. Oh, do I have to do A&P, though? Um, how about forensics? Forensics. You've there got forensics. And then my last elective, because I've got ink. Okay, yeah. I need one more elective. Oh, what are you going to choose? I don't know. That's tough. I like. Um, oh, you could do sociology or debate with Hardcastle. Um, I, don't, I don't. I would rather do like partners PE or art. <gasps> or I forgot pals. about those. I feel like. Oh, that's Give difficult. me. I'll take partners PE. There you go. I'll take partners I PE. I think that would be perfect for you. Partners PE, boom. Okay, so uh, first period, you've got English with uh, Endicott. Uh-huh. Then you've got Culinary with Weatherly. Then you've got Theater with Stein. You go down the hall to Haynes. Uh, then you walk across the school to Tinsley. Then you go literally across the entire campus to Ag. You go to Best, and then you finish with Balecki. Holy crap, is that a good day or what? It's, a good, it's not as good as my day because I've got athletics um, where they just run me to death. And then I've got uh, I've got you, um, I've got Andrus, I've got VATV, fourth period. Then I go over to land. Uh, then I got Coach Thomas, I got library aid, and I got partners B. That's a pretty good deal. We both have stacks. Maybe I'll make this like awesome. a graphic and I'll, I'll put it out on Twitter or Instagram and have people vote on who's got the better schedule. I, I, I personally think I do, but... You okay. know, well, you, you know how competitive I can be as well. <laughs> okay. Vote for my schedule. <laughs> okay, the last thing the last thing I wanted to do was um, I asked all the kids, mm-hmm. give me a question they want you to answer. Um, a lot of them said the same thing. What's your favorite teacher? What's your favorite student? Yada, yada, yada. Um, I picked five. Okay. They're all girls, which 
is weird. Like, uh-huh. but the, all the guys, George was like, "Who's your favorite pepperonis?" Like, oh my goodness, pepperoni! <laughs> yeah. oh. It's Alex. Alex is the favorite. That's what I always <laughs> told him. <laughs> no, uh, George, you know I love you though too. <laughs> okay, so this is one we got a lot. Um, I'm giving the credit to Isabel Inman. Okay. Uh, if you weren't teaching biology, what would you teach? Oh my goodness. Inman, what a great, and I love her too. Yeah. <laughs> She's such a great kid. Um, a drum major, you yep. know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Man. A yearbook editor. How exciting yep. is that? Uh-huh. Okay, sorry, off topic. What would I teach if I did not teach biology? So I would still be a teacher. Mm-hmm. Well, English is out. <laughs> <laughs> Math is out. Uh-huh. I think it would be fun to teach, well, it's still science, but a research class where you could go and you could learn how to be a problem solver, how to do critical mm-hmm. thinking. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would love to teach experimental design, have them design their own experiment. It wouldn't even have to truly technically be science related, just anything. And teach them how to write a research paper, even though I guess that's technically English. But that's a different whole different style yeah, yeah, yeah. of writing. Hmm. A research course would be awesome. And I would yeah. love current events. Hmm. Yeah, I would love, cool. and just like a discussion debate class where I could sit down, we could look at current events, we could take sides, we could debate. How mm-hmm. fun would that be? Yep. That'd be I cool. mean, make kids see different perspectives. That's That would be awesome. Okay. Uh, Callie Blankenship wants to know. Oh, I love her too. Well, she's mad at you because oh, no. she said, will she ever give me my award she forgot from freshman year? <laughs> <laughs> what was I supposed to give her too? I think the sun, because others tend to revolve around her. Callie, I don't know where you live, but I will figure it out and I will bring you that award from freshman year. Holy cannoli, I forgot. <laughs> that is so bad. Oh my goodness. You know I love you, girl. <laughs> okay, Hannah Griffin wants to know. Oh, I love her too. <laughs> uh, how did you write the Friday song? And I don't even know what the Friday song is. You don't know what the Friday? Oh, my goodness gracious. I have been singing that with the kids since I came here. Today is Friday. I'm feeling good today. And when I feel this way, it makes me want to say. And then you go up an octave or five. Uh Today is Friday. I'm feeling good today. When I feel this way, it makes me want to say. And then you go stomp, 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 stomp. Pat, 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 pat. Clap, 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 clap. Cha, 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 cha. Yeah. And I stand up on my lap table and the kids Mm -hmm. stand up and dance and... It is a lot of fun. every Friday? Every Friday. Well, for every period? I forget. Usually it's my morning. Uh-huh. And then by the afternoon. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not Friday. Off. It's Saturday at that point. <laughs> um, but I can't take credit for that. Okay. I stole it from a McKinney school that my children went to in mm-hmm. elementary. Mm. And they would sing it, and they taught me, and it's stuck in my head. I wish I could take credit for it, but it's not mine. Yeah. So Valley Creek Elementary. Shout Valley Creek, that's right down them. the house. That's right down the street from my house. No way. Where my house I grew up in, yeah. Really? All my All my friends went to Valley Creek. I went to McNeil <laughs> Elementary School when it was built. Oh, I hated it because I, all my friends All were your there. friends were separated. Yeah. You know, I've been on the roof of Valley Creek Elementary School. Really? I got stitches on the Valley Creek parking lot. <laughs> right there. Oh, my goodness. Yep. 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 See, if you had gone to Valley Creek, you would have known the Friday song. Dang. You missed out. Well, now I know it. <laughs> Okay, um, Iris Martinez. Oh, I love her too. <laughs> so he wants to know, uh, did you have a book that had a profound impact on you in high school or college? Oh my goodness, yes. Um, Ishmael. 
I was told to read Ishmael by my environmental economics professor. His name was Dr. Sanders. Probably my most favorite professor teacher ever. Uh -huh. I mean, the way that he taught, you never knew that you were learning mm -hmm. because it was so much fun. Yeah. And he made us read the book called Ishmael, and it was life-changing. Mm -hmm. I highly recommend it. I actually made Boone read it a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. um, if you haven't read it, read it. Yeah. You might find a love for books after reading that book. Maybe. I'm more of an article guy. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Okay, the last question, and like we're not trying to get political here. Mm -hmm. I don't think we can take it that way anyway. But um, Charlize Blome, I don't know how to say that. I never. I her. love her too. I didn't. I've never taught her either. But how did she? Was she new here or something? I think so. Okay, yes. gotcha. Well, she I said had Eli, her brother, who I absolutely love too. But oh my gosh, I didn't even know they were related. They are I related, had, right? I would imagine so. They have the same <laughs> like unique last name. Yes. Anyway. Um, so she, obviously with everything going on with like the mm -hmm. protesting and stuff, she wants to know, do you think protesting is actually going to change anything? And mm -hmm. at this point, I'm going to, I wanted to end the show with like just giving you 30 seconds. You can break it a little bit if you want to. But just to talk about like how can we as teachers inspire like kids regarding this whole app, like umbrella of stuff. So I will give you 30 seconds on the clock starting now. So that is a great question. I think that protests have been the basis for change in this country. Um, I think it's a great way to get voices heard. And this goes back to what Campbell and I were talking about earlier, where every kid that comes through the building has a story to tell. And it's our job as teachers to allow them the platform to tell their story, to be heard. Every kid is someone's son or daughter. Every kid is someone's pride and joy. Every kid deserves us to be at our best so that we can help them be at their best. So I, I'm just hoping that the world um, will become a better place for all individuals, that we can all make a difference and make it a place where we're proud of. And, you know, we never have to hold our heads down. We can feel like we've done the best job that we can possibly do. Mm -hmm. So Sweet. That was 53, but I'll Oh, I'll my goodness. I'm always a rambler. I'll give it to you. It's okay. One thing that I have tried to do well I texted a lot of my black friends and mm -hmm. I said hey how can I help you like mm -hmm. what can I like actually do aside from like tweeting like black lives matter but, like what can I actually do to yes. help you and support you and his name is Q I went to college with him mm -hmm. he's a super good kid he plays ultimate with me he's a good kid he's an adult uh -huh. <laughs> um, he was like when it, when he was in high school he was a big athlete mm -hmm. he ran cross country and played soccer and he was really good and I think like his junior or year or senior year like he tore his ACL uh, and then he tore his other ACL oh and he just has the worst knees ever mm -hmm. and he was like when I got injured all throughout growing up his coaches were like you're a really good athlete like that's what you're gonna do mm -hmm. and then when he got injured no one was there for him because he had to get out of mm -hmm. athletics and he, he couldn't do anything so he didn't know he was capable of doing anything yes and he told me he was like in college because I was his I wasn't his RA but I was basically his mm -hmm. RA um, in college he was like I still didn't know like am I even capable of doing anything? Because he had oh never my, had okay, black influences on his life. Yes. And so <clears throat> even though like I am not a black influence, I, and I think I can speak for you and other teachers here, mm -hmm. we want to empower as many black students as we can. Even though there's not Absolutely. a whole lot of VA, mm -hmm. we want to prove to them that they're more than just athletes or more than just whatever their typical profession is. And yes. they can do literally whatever they can do that put, put their mind to. 
Absolutely. And just one more thing on that. I feel like the protests at some point will stop. Mm-hmm. The Black Lives Matter tweets will stop. The thing that cannot stop is how people are feeling right now. Mm-hmm. Once it dies down, we can't let it go back to how it was. Does yeah. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I it mean, can't just be washed. Like It, it needs to be ingrained. It, it has to be ingrained. And that starts at a very, very early age. Mm-hmm. Um, I just learned about the Tulsa riots. Never, I had Oklahoma history. Uh-huh. Never once have I heard about that. Huh. It was not taught. Yeah. We got to do a better job. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's just plain and simple. We as educators have to do a better job. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else you wanted to talk about while no, you were that here? That was so fun. And students, I love you all. I don't have favorites for real. That, re- <laughs> <laughs> that still really bothers me. I love each and every one of you for different reasons. If you want to know why I love you, Email me, and I will share the reasons oh, I love you. That's good. Okay, well, <laughs> we went almost an hour. I'm going to try and cut it down oh a little God. bit. I know. We went for a long time. So, But thanks for thanks for coming on. It was a blast, Mr. The Campbell. Thank you so much. Inaugural, inaugural episode of the VAT Two podcast. non-grammar people together. Yeah, but I don't know who we'll have on next time, but it was cool having you on. It so, was a blast. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye.